Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear Alice. We're excited to be here with you today. We're answering all of your questions today. Um, we get questions from time to time, um, sent to DMs to us or sent to us at Dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. And then we usually answer all these questions like once a quarter. Mm -hmm. So feel free to keep sending those in. And we definitely want to be able to answer them all for you. Sometimes they're long enough to make into a whole podcast. Sometimes they're short enough answers that we put them in a podcast like this. And then we just answer them all rapid fire. So this is going to be a fun one today. Okay. All right. But first we have a word from our sponsor, Cozy Earth. Um, if you haven't had Cozy Earth, just go on, go online and order some. We'll tell you some rules, but it is life-changing. It is so, so soft. In fact, Jess, we have a group of girlfriends that you had never even experienced a sweatshirt. Jess doesn't wear sweatshirts and we bought Cozy Earth and she's completely, yes. she has a testimony of Cozy Earth as well. So beautiful. And I have to say it's like a, a dressier sweatshirt yes. because the fabric is just like, it's thinner and it's, it drapes really pretty, Yes, but it's so warm still and buttery soft. And then you're like, why do I wear other clothes? And then, and then I bought the pants too. So I could just be fully wrapped head to toe in cozy earthness and it's dreamy. And then of so course dreamy. you want to sleep in them, but then you want to get up and wear them the next day. And then it's a conflict because you don't ever want to wear denim again. Ever. Yeah. Ever, ever. It's so stretchy. And I love to, the way it drapes and it won't peel when you wash it. So it will always stay looking good. So yeah. I love it because I can wear it at home, be with my kids, but then I don't feel bad about going to the grocery store or doing errands on Saturday in these beautiful things. And so also it's not yes. fluffy. So you don't oh. look like you're padded, no. which is important to me. So I don't look like I'm pregnant with twins. Yes. Basically <laughs> yes. just with one. Yes. So for a limited time, you can save 35% on cozy earth loungewear. So go to cozyearth.com slash dear Alice and enter our special promo code dear Alice at checkout to save 35%. Now that's a great deal, yeah, guys. That's cozyearth.com slash dear Alice and be sure to enter dear Alice at checkout for 35% off. Mm, thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Should we get into it? Let's do it. So we have a ton of questions today, so I'll move as fast as possible. Do and it for the people. Yes. Yes. And some of these we've answered before in previous podcasts, but we're going to go ahead and just do it again because we're getting asked it. So Cliff notes. Yeah. yeah. That's what we'll do. Yeah. We, I've, heard, I've heard once that people need to hear something 17 times before they take action. That's science right there. That's the truth. That is yes. science. So we're going to tell you one more. T we're going to tell you another time. Yep. Yes. And maybe another. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. Um, okay. First question. Walls, ceiling, walls and trim, the same color or different color? Different color. Sue, what do you think? Mm, I like walls and ceiling, the same color, trim, different color. Okay. Something, yeah. Okay. Probably tone on tone, but yeah. It's great. What if you want to do like bold color, everything? Go for it. Yeah. yeah. Go I, for it. And I, I would change still, the finish. I, I would still, change the finish. Yes, at least change the finish. So you're going to put sheen. a little more sheen okay. on your um, case and base. Mm -hmm. That's your window casings, your door casings and your base. Just to like give it a little, just like a little shiny Snuggle. ribbon, like yeah. running around your room and just dresses it up a little. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go just a little bit flatter on the walls to like a satin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For me, and I like, I again, I have eight foot ceilings. I like when my walls, if you're a shorter ceiling, for sure I like the walls and the ceiling to be the same color mm -hmm. in the same finish. I don't like to see a line. And so I think it just like wraps me. And so personally, I do like 
I like to be enveloped in a color, be it all white or be it an all, all color or a tone. Um, yeah. Cool. Change the finish though, like Jess said. There you go. I have white ceilings, so I'm the opposite of what Sue said. Yeah. But I think my house is a different style and my yeah. ceiling heights are different. Yeah. But I agree for like the shorter ceiling heights, enveloping the whole thing so that the walls don't look short. Yeah. Because um, I lived in a home that was seven feet, 10 inch ceilings. And the room, shady. one of the rooms was really big and you know, you have converging lines that make it feel like the walls are four feet tall at the end of the room. So there are things that you need to do that are space mm -hmm. expanding. And I think what Sue said for your space is exactly right. Yep. I think it looks so good. And so designer just all wrapped in the same thing. Can't see the line. Can you Russ? No, can't just take that line. right out. Yeah. <laughs> but those of you with taller ceilings, um, you know, I think that it's, you could paint the ceilings in your powder baths that maybe have ceilings that are more in the atmosphere and that feels really special. Mm -hmm. But if they're super tall way up there in the atmosphere, I'd probably just leave them white. Yeah. 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 And if, but if you do want to pull that down mm -hmm. so it doesn't feel so infinite, paint it maybe the color of your wall or, and also, gosh, we could do a whole, another podcast on yes. this, but just depending on the architecture, if it's a regular architecture, sometimes it's good too. If you're like weird vaults and, Yes. Lots of different gables. It's nice to just see, or like you're in a basement, you have weird soffits. Paint it the same color as yes. the wall, please. Um, don't make me see that line. Yep. Agreed. When you invite me over for cheese and crackers. <laughs> yes. Uh, favorite wood tone for furniture currently. I guess this can probably change, right? Yeah. We're allowed to. We're allowed to shift over the time. Exactly. I can't say just one. I mean, we have a lot of favorites. It depends on the space. It depends on the feeling that you want in the space. It depends on what you're trying to complement. Um, mm. I actually try not to use the same one mm -mm. too many times in, because in then room? it looks like a set. Yes. You know how people yep. go to R.C. Willie and they buy a bedroom set where yeah. the bed matches, the nightstands matches the dresser? Yep. No offense, R.C. Yeah. You guys keep doing it for the people. We yeah. just, if to get a designer look, I think you don't want a set ever. Yeah. So you just want to make it feel more collected and more interesting. But as far as favorite woods go, I love walnut. That was always classic. Um, we've been doing this long enough to see certain things come and go. Always yep. beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's not too dark. It's not too light. It can be either. You can stain it. You can bleach it. Ooh, I was just going to say bleaching is yeah, a fairly new cool. thing, but yeah. it is super cool. Super sophisticated. The grain is so mellow and dreamy. Um, it never disappoints us. Mm. White oak is really hot right now, especially if you get one of the riffs on or quarter sawn yep. um, cuts. It's more of a straight grain. It looks really good. Um, kind of smoked, I think. Mm -hmm. So it's got a more of a grayer undertone. It's not too blonde. I love that. Yeah. I love... Even like a really dark, like little accent piece in a room brings a lot of sophistication. I know. Lacquered finishes are, oh, are rad. Painted finishes, so yes. Painted finishes are really, really fun and can add a lot of designer to a frame. So fun, yes. Really cool. And I would say ceruzing too, because even like when we're looking at oak floors or, you know, in, just in finishes and furniture, if you do, if you can pull out the grain, the ceruzing is just like that layer mm -hmm. that you can take it to a dark ceruzing, you can take it to a light ceruzing and pull out the grain mm -hmm. in either regard. And it just, it feels designer. It does. It feels almost like an animal yeah, print. It's, like, it's just, it's so natural and it just brings out all of that mm -hmm. green pattern and looks like you hired a designer. Yeah. yeah. Like design matters to you. It does. So. This yeah. is kind, I'm going rogue here. This is not a question. This is a question for me. Um, I personally, I don't know why, but I've liked lately 
pink grade wood, but wood that typically isn't pink grade, like a poplar or maple, but like maybe like an oak or something like not quarter sawn, like plain sawn oak, where you like see the grain heavy yeah. through the color. Are yeah. you guys down with that? Very, very cool. cool. Colored yeah. stains, colored paints. And I feel they, like our pedestals do that really well. Yeah. Yeah, they do. You feel the grain coming through and I'm just like, Oh, it gives it to me. It Looks gives a dimension, expensive. dimension yeah. and depth to it. That it's not like just white. you didn't just paint MDF. Yeah. Yeah. Or it doesn't like look like plastic, like a plastic column, you yes. know? Yep. So. Yeah. It adds a richness and a texture. And I remember when we met Susan Habel a long time ago, we were like, what, what are you into? What are you doing? What's up? What's new? What's next? Mm -hmm. And she was like, high texture whites. Do you remember that? Yes. And so if you are going to phone it in or do something white, it has to have texture and then it feels more designer, feels more expensive. We'll feel like Ikea. Yes. Yeah. So like in no your offense, fabrics. Ikea. <laughs> and we're dogging today. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, we are. <laughs> These are our neighbors. These are the fun. <laughs> <laughs> we like you. We're going to bring you cookies for Christmas. I was talking to a, um, yeah. a fan of the podcast who came into the store and, and they're like, we like the stuff when you talk negatively about things. <laughs> I was just like, they're funny, right? Anyway, yeah. so we're anybody really hating people. this, we're doing it for the ones that love it. We're doing yeah. it for the people. Yeah, so <laughs> funny. No, I agree though. Like like the whites right now that are like boucles are such yeah. a big thing or like the white hair on hide or it just gives it this depth and mm -hmm. expression that you're not going to get in a flat white. Yep. So gone are the days. Gone are the days of or flat textureless whites. Yes. Okay, how can you use a pattern curtain without fighting against a pattern tile or rug well, or flooring? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to speak about pattern curtains for a minute since I have them in my bedroom. I have great big, like Roman faces drawn on my white drapes. I didn't do them. I didn't draw them. They came that way. Um, the fabric did, and then I had it made into custom drapery and, um, tile is in, as a, um, structured pattern, right? Mm -hmm. It's um, where my faces that are painted on are organic. It's like in the eighties when we met, when we always paired florals with stripes, right? Like mm -hmm. you'd choose wallpaper out of books and you'd have like a stripe on the bottom and a floral on the top and then you'd run a border around scale. the middle. Yeah. yeah. And you, yeah, you would play with mm -hmm. scale and pattern with structured patterns and then you'd always pair them with an organic pattern. Yeah. And so I think it's, um, it's probably more maximalist thing mm -hmm. to be pairing all these patterns in a room, but you get a really designer effect. So they work great. Um, your tile yeah. is usually some sort of grid or some sort of offset pattern, mm -hmm. but it has square straight edges for the most part where your draperies are a soft flowy thing. Yep. So, yeah. And I would say just on anything, whether we're looking at like a pattern carpet with like wallpaper, or, you know, like you're talking about tile with a window treatment, um, just play with a scale. I always like, it's always a miss when I go into a place and they're different patterns, identical scale. Mm -hmm. I just don't like, it just like hurts my eyeballs. Yeah. So just like if you have like a little, a small pattern, you're doing a two by two tile, just make sure your window treatment is more of a mural or a scene or like mm -hmm. some big brush moment, like Jess's curtains in her bedroom. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Or you can be totally, is it Southern where the wallpaper matches the fabric? Oh yeah. And the pattern is all lean in matches the headboard matches your tile. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Lean in in that case. Yeah. Yes. If, if you're going to do it, do it. Then it can match with match with match, which is like a real old decorator trick. Yeah. But yeah, I think your scale thing is right on. Um, the next we have like little two sections. Uh, we have a few questions for Jess and a few questions for Suze. 
no one asked me anything. It's fine. It is what it is. Maybe next <laughs> next quarter. We'll ask you something, Corey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Jess, what color is your front door? I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry, that's really disappointing. Okay. Guys, I'm going to tell you a really fast story called when I was building my house, we were working out of our store in Provo, Utah or Orem, Utah, and we were building a brand new store in Salt Lake City, Utah. And so I would leave the one store that was most South. I would drive, stop at my house, answer a few questions for the builder, drive to Salt Lake, answer a few questions for the builder and drive back to Orem. I had, I didn't fill out what we always do for our clients, which is these lovely spreadsheets of all the finishes. Mm-hmm. Don't have one of those for no my house. schedules. You're shooting from the hip. I don't have a finished schedule for my house. No idea. I don't know where my knobs are from to this day. I somehow flushed the toilet of the entire experience because it was just like so stressful, but I wanted it to be great. And so I just answered questions really fast, shot from the hip. I don't even know my wall color, Hmm. but I will tell you my door is a really blackened Navy. It's so, so dark. Um, It's probably the closest thing to being to being black, but is it, it is, it is navy blue. Williams? I'm going to call it Inkwell. It's, there you go. There it's you Ben go. Moore. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's Benjamin Moore. Yeah. And then I have a lion head door knocker and um, I have a post slot so you can drop off your party invitations so cool. in my door. Yeah. And I just want it to feel like this old English, beautiful, old, old home. And I have um, art glass side lights that are more modern, less old lady but still very cool. Somewhat old lady. Is that your mailbox or do you have a mailbox? I have a mailbox, but I don't have a doorknob. I I don't have a doorbell Mm. because I want them to use a knocker. And for some reason in every house I've ever lived in, I've never had a doorbell. How to keep it going. So weird. So I'm like the only human alive right now that doesn't have the, What's it? The ring. The ring doorbell. Uh-huh. Like you can mm-hmm. see them. I don't have that. It's kind of annoying because I get a bunch like all day long. I'm just getting, yeah. there's motion at your door. And it's like, yeah, that's my, I have an American no flag. I'm like, that's my and Your flag. kids think it's yeah. fun to just like ring yeah. it over and over and over yeah, and over again. I don't again. have a camera. It's more charming. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just more old school. Yeah. I'm like, just use the knocker. <laughs> we will come. <laughs> yeah. Plus it was eight years ago that you did that. So it's like hard to, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy time yeah. at Alsline. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, what is the style of your home? What do you consider it? You know, the exteriors are coastal because it's, you know, real cedar shakes, um, lots of white trim. Uh, I'd say it leans more maybe traditional and coastal on the outside. The interior has a coastal feel, but it's transitional. Um, I usually say it's high-end um, uh, casual. High and casual. Yeah. Like that. Because it's just like, I, it has to be comfortable. I hate it when people take off their shoes when they come in. I'm like, no, 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 you please. You have to be comfortable. I don't want it to feel ever so fancy that you feel like you have to be precious in my house. Mm-hmm. We have a dog. We have kids. We live there. I want people to sit on everything and just be at home. And I want them to act comfortable too, mm-hmm. because you know, you're home. It should be inviting. You should. Yeah, you should act that way. So I love like the details of beautiful lighting. The lighting's really great. That's one question. That's one thing that people compliment me on a lot is like, oh, the lighting in your house is so beautiful. You must've spent a fortune on it. (laughs) Like um, great chandeliers and lights and stuff like that. A lot of lamps and whatnot. But um, yeah, so it is dressed up that way because there are a lot of like chandeliers and lights and whatnot, but I, the, some of the finishes are just more casual. The floors are white oak. So it had like this real coastal um, integral sort of 
um, idea about it the whole time, but then I just kept adding and adding to it beautiful things. And now there's like a dressier quality to it, which is why I say it's like high end casual, but overall I just want everybody to be really comfortable. I like that. Yeah. Uh, do you know what carpet is in your bedroom? Yes, it is um, wool and it's Antrim. It's Antrim. from Antrim, probably Palermo. Yeah. And it's, no, it's a looped, it's not a cut pile. It's not Palermo. I wanted to do loop carpets, like tight um, looped mm-hmm. ones, because I knew I was going to be putting rugs on top of everything. So I felt like if I had a cut pile, then my rugs might move around a little Shift bit. And get kind of, yeah. So I went with um, just like a really low loop of wool and it's natural wool color. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't even know, what is the natural color called? Limestone. A lot of times they'll call yeah. it limestone, um, but it's from the company Antrim. So if you go and just like mm-hmm. look for a low loop yeah. from Antrim and like the color limestone, mm-hmm. there's Palermo. The other one that we love is Mika. Yes. M-I-K-A. And that is, I think that is a loop. Yes. I think so, it and it's a really that. tight little tailored loop that makes a fun little pattern. Yeah. Really but we good. do use Palermo in most homes that want carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually love having a carpeted bedroom. I like to, mm-hmm. I'm cold all the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, I always have slippers on or if I don't, that I'm like, oh, the floors just feel so cold to me. So I really like getting out of bed and feeling mm-hmm. wool carpet on my feet. And yeah. I think I'm like probably the only person left on the planet that no, no likes way. that. Really? No way. I hate hard. I, feel like I had everybody floors thinks in my it's old. so great to have wood floors in their bedrooms. And I'm I like, I don't want to mop my bedroom. Yeah. I want to vacuum it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I want I to feel like soft the older we get to just like absorb the sound yeah. and I want it to be quiet and I want everything to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, Okay. Next, last one, just for you, Jess. Uh, what house have you done that is the most your style? I'm guessing that is asking what home have you designed for someone else that is most uh, your style? Gosh, it's funny. I feel like I feel like my style kind of ebbs and flows depending on what we're working on. Mm-hmm. Some things I'm like, oh, I'm just like right in my pocket. I love this so much. And you're feeling it like in your whole body and it feels really good. So um, I was building my home sort of the same time we were doing the coastal contemporary and actually another house that's not in the portfolio. And we were doing these beautiful real cedar shakes on everybody's home. Mm-hmm. That is from um, Michigan pre-stain. Everybody often asks me, where'd you get your cedar shakes from that are real? And they already come stained. Mm-hmm. So this is not hardy board. These are real cedar shakes and it's called Michigan pre-stain. And my color is number three. It's kind of this gray color. It's kind of very Hamptons, but you can feel the wood coming through Mm -hmm. and it's just so lovely. And we were doing this work with other people. And so I felt like the coastal contemporary felt like just really, really great. And then this other home that's not in the portfolio felt really, I was just so at home with this style and I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And, And eventually my house looks like the guest house maybe of the coastal contemporary. (laughs) That's (laughs) awesome. Yeah. So good. Casey's. For you, this one's a long one. Um, when buying original art, do you have it insured through fine art insurance or captured by your standard home insurance? My husband and I purchased our first large scale, 67 inches by 77 inches original piece. And I want to ensure we aren't making a rookie mistake. Good for you. Yeah. First of all, that's a really good sized piece of original art. I would honestly, the gallery that you buy it from, I would ask them like what the value is. And if you, they offer insurance, I would ask them like what that looks like. 
Um, you can also do it through your home insurance too, when you're just valuing like the assets in your home. But um, I've actually never done, <laughs> I've never done that, but I've talked to gallery owners and stuff that you can insure it through them. So just ask them the appraisal. They'll have that. They'll have information on it because you, you hope that your art just, it continually gets more worth it'll be worth more the longer that you have it. So anyway, so I would talk to the gallery or the artist that you bought it from to understand what its value is. Yeah. That's great. Uh, yes. Um, okay. Your thoughts on an accent wall. <laughs> That's funny. I hate them. <laughs> the worst. That's my, that's my favorite version of Sue. <laughs> that's when you talk worst. about either wood tile or an accent wall. Yep. No, I've never, I never feel more disoriented unless I'm like in a space where it's just like, oh, they didn't listen to the podcast. Oh, they don't know that that's a bad idea. They ran out of paint. They ran out of wallpaper. What a bummer. Like, it's, yeah, it also seems like such a worst. DIY trick, too. Yes. It is. Right? I remember like on trading, like even like, as a youth, like watching trading spaces and stuff on HGTV, I was just like, huh, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you just like take it everywhere? That's more exciting. Yeah. Um, put me in a, put me in a mural, put me in this whole surrounded space. Take me to a different world. Not just like a part of the world that like forgot to be reimagined in the whole space. Yeah. I hate it so much. Um, one, th and this probably isn't, not everyone feels like this, but for some reason, the term, like it'll make it pop. Like I hate when I'm watching TV and I hear people say that about like either it's finished work that's on one wall or it's like, Oh, I hate that. Or it's yeah. Like an accent wall or an accent door. Like they'll just paint it just, when they say that, it just makes me like cringe. It's like a kind certain of. pair of jeans will really make your booty pop. Yeah. Kinda that too like probably. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the finished work accent wall I think is even like almost more offensive to me I think so than too. just a paint oh, because yeah. that was an investment. They actually had a laborer there like putting actual finished work. Like that was super intentional Yeah, and you didn't take it through the whole, the whole thing. And that is just so sad. And then everything else you put on the other walls, it just feels really off balance. I feel like I'm on a teeter totter. Mm -hmm. I hate it. doesn't make it pop. It makes it suck. <laughs> it blows. <laughs> Don't do it. Ugh. Uh, okay. If you have done it, go ahead. I'm giving you permission to rip it down and just like envelop yourself in something better. Or you deserve ahead, more. Or go ahead and finish it. Or yeah, go, go yeah. ahead and finish it. Yeah. yeah. It's always a possibility. I have a question for you, Corey. Yeah. Um, how do you like having a dedicated, intentional music room in your house instead of a home office? Uh, yeah, I love it. I use it every single day. Yeah. Um, writing music is how I like unwind and also writing an album right now. So I feel like it's uh, something I have to do. Mm -hmm. We have a goal. We're trying to write a song a day. So I, I literally use, I use That's it every awesome. single day. That's yeah. very cool. So, I love that. Is there anything that you should do when you're building a home to just like, make sure you get the sound right in it or do you insulate a room a certain way or do certain sound treatments to um, it? Yeah. If I'm going to like use it for a studio space, yes. There's like a lot that goes into that. A lot of like mathematical equation. There's some free, tools that you can use though online um, through a company called RLX, you send them the measurements of your room and they'll tell you where and what types of um, either sound diffusion or absorption to put in and where to do it. But cool. basic stuff is like in the corners, low frequencies build up. Um, have you ever walked into like a theater room or even a studio or something like that? And you can like hear it sounds different as everything sounds yeah. clear. Yeah. That's kind of like what you want in a, you know, for a studio type space, but where I'm just writing like any room will do, but yeah. I like that it's dark. 
I like that it's on my main level so I can kind of just like, it's an escape, but I'm not too far away from my kids mm-hmm. um, or my wife. And, um, you know, I have a sofa in there, a row sofa that I love. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like a place for me to chill. And it's like my spot in the house. Yeah, so. Such a luxury. Oh, very cool. You have to yeah. be so excited about that. Okay. That's all your questions. Well, and, and I have the Henry in there too. And so I look, I'm like, oh. man, like I helped. This is like my space where I yeah, create. created. And yep. I put our dear Alice, like plaque that oh, we got that's yes. in there. So it's like, I have this, it's this room of my Art, you know, Fuck, all this. Yeah, art. it's your trophy room. So I built a guitar that's in there. Yeah, yeah. tons that's of stuff. Guys, awesome. when we hit a million downloads, thank you for listening. Um, by the way, we uh, Corey and his team made us all these beautiful plaques. that have They're a gold so cool. record inside of it, and it's like this beautiful framed piece of so um, pretty. art for us. Yeah. Yes, and a million is platinum in record sales, but platinum, like the platinum record they had, just looked too like cold and like bright. Uh-huh. So I thought the gold was cooler. Like golden so girls. I did cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Okay. How to style a room when there's only one window on the side of the bed and not the other. Hmm. I would put in another window where the other, <laughs> where they missed All it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do? Too? <laughs> uh, that, but probably hang art. Yeah. above there to try and equal out the height and balance it. And then I would take a rod across the whole thing. It, well, maybe not. Are they saying that there's like a window on one side of like where the nightstand is, yeah. but not the other? Corey yeah. looks disgusted. I think that's actually really yeah. good. Hang on. I was at first I was thinking, hang a mirror. So they're both like glass reflective, but I was like, no, that'll look like you missed. So yeah. I agree. I think the art is a yeah. really good way and to try and find something similar in scale. Yeah. 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 Are you dressing yeah, that window then too? Like, nope. Okay. Um, you can maybe do like a shade a or a Roman shade or something. Or Roman, but in not it. drapes. I just think it'll be so obvious. I think at that point, it's not a piece of art, right? Yeah, unless you drape the whole wall, you could drape the whole wall. Yeah, I mean, just be ridiculous to assume. We've hit a lot of evil sins so, behind drapes before. Yeah. Weird, like kite-shaped windows. Just put a whole drape over it. Just mm. act like it's not even happening. Yeah. 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 Sue's helped me out that with my house. We just talked about that the other night. It's fun. It's, it's an expensive wall. trick, but it looks so luxurious. Very luxurious. And they'll be like, oh, you must have windows on the whole wall. You must be You're wealthy. Very well it's, funded. Less, it's less expensive than putting a window in. Oh yeah, that's true. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. If there's a lot of windows in one room, do they all need the same curtain slash treatment? You know what? I have this situation in my living room and they do not... I have a fireplace as like a focal point right when you walk in and on each side of the fireplace is a tall, um, narrow window. Mm -hmm. And those both have like a sheer black roller shade in them. And then there's a big picture window on an adjacent wall. And that window is draped on both sides with shears. And that has the same black sheer Roman shades in it. There's not room for drapes on the one wall with the two narrow windows. There's like inches mm-hmm. just a few inches before the corner and then i'd be covering i just the Your whole, whole window. it would just be too much drape for like, that room it's even not the panel a big shut room. would take too much of the window like yeah, yeah shut would take up too much there's probably like four inches mm-hmm. is all before the corner so i just draped the one wall and they they're all treated equally as far as shades go and there's a big fireplace which is cased in white which kind of feels similar to the um the dra- the um, drapery so mm-hmm. It actually works out, in my opinion. It doesn't look like anything's missing, but usually I would say no, except for I have that case. I don't know. What would you say, Sue? 
I think in, most often when we have just like a kitchen dining next to a great room, we will usually, unless there's like one specific like little window over a kitchen window that you want to treat it differently, most of the time we'll use the same fabric mm-hmm. and we'll treat them all. We might have like one or maybe the kitchen window has a tape mm-hmm. or something that kind of distinguishes it. And that could be a Roman versus the panels in the great room. Um, but we do like to have them talk. I think in a lot of those public areas, we treat it, it might be a different treatment, but we'll have some common denominator. Mm-hmm. Like like yours, even like with the white, you have like the casing mm-hmm. happening around the windows. That's probably also white, you know? So there's yeah. things that uniform it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I would throw a bunch of different patterns Mm-mm. of fabric in one universal area. Keep it uniform. When you say we'll use a tape, tell them what you mean by that. Oh, that's like trimmings, trimmings for the windows. So like a lot of times, like for a Roman shade, we'll do it at the bottom mm-hmm. um, of that little Roman shade, kind of like that little smile line of the Roman where it bellies. And that's just like a contrasting tape. So it might be, say we're doing white shears everywhere and we have this white shear, but we want to pull out pink or green, whatever. We'll pull something there to like, just make it feel a little bit more tailored. We'll trim out both sides and that bottom belly just to kind of outline it, Mm -hmm. um, just to give it some definition. And then we might just do the leading edge, which is like the inside edge of a drapery panel. Again, just to give it some more detail. So, yeah. That's awesome. Um, can we hear from Cozy Earth? Of course, you guys. Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's most favorite things for four years in a row. Oprah cannot be wrong. I love her so much. (laughs) I do too. And I trust her and I believe it. And if you don't, if you need more, um, clout than that, if you look at their thousands of five-star reviews at cozyearth.com, You'll be sold. Yep. Thousands of five-star reviews. It's amazing. It's Oprah. That's the only review I need. Yes. And then also if you buy it for yourself, you'll want to stop wearing any other clothes, which is a big problem. Throw it all away. Yeah. But they're (laughs) awesome. They're a great gift. Um, You look good in them because they drape beautifully and they're not puffy sweats. And um, you'll be sold. You'll be brand loyal to Cozy Earth ever since. They also have sheeting and other products too. So once you're like, in and sold on it like we are, then you want every single thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's a really amazing thing. Um, they feature enhanced breathability and temperature regulation. So you never have to worry about hot flashes, ladies, if that is such a thing for you. Um, the perfect pant for warm weather and luxurious all season jogger. They're made from ultra soft brush viscose, um, which is a bamboo fabric. And they are a flattering fit for everybody, which is really important to me. So um, if you guys want to try them right now is a really good time because we'll give you a discount. So just for a limited time, you can save 35% on Cozy Earth loungewear. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Dear Alice and enter our special promo code Dear Alice at checkout to save 35% right now. That's CozyEarth.com slash Dear Alice. And be sure to enter Dear Alice at the end and then you'll be able to get 35% off. Thank Enjoy. You. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got to get those. They're amazing. What is your most affordable design secret? Paint. Paint. Yeah. (laughs) I knew you guys were going to say that. Paint is the least expensive thing you can do for the biggest impact. Mm -hmm. So when you need to change up a space or the feeling about a space, you just got that divorce and you're like, should I sell my home or should I just paint the room inside? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yep. Like you can make the room a whole different feeling, a whole different space. Yep. You'll feel completely different about the room. 
Yep. And then rearrange the furniture. That's free. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's true. You're welcome. (laughs) This is probably not as affordable, but I think like new carpet changes. For sure. Yeah. Changes the smell too. Oh yes. my gosh, I love the smell of new you carpet. You feel cleaner. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I have a daughter when we'd go to Costco that would run into the tires room. Mom, can I go in and smell the tires? <laughs> She's obsessed, obsessed with smells That's and so loves cute. those kinds of off-gassing smells. So yeah, new carpet would be real popular at our house. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I love it. Uh, one thing that every room needs. A slap in the face. I know. <laughs> that is no, that is true. Yeah. Yes. If it feels too uniform or too like it'll just start to feel sterile. Mm-hmm. And it needs something. It needs the modern art. It needs Yes. You know, it just needs something to F it up. I I also think, okay, art will always make it look like humans live there. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have a friend that is afraid to hang art and it still looks like a brand new house. And then when you hang the art on the wall, you're like, oh my gosh, this house has a soul. It's got a know. beat. Someone lives you here. Know who lives here. Yeah. It's like, it, you can feel things in it. Suzanne doesn't have one white wall and she hardly has any space in her walls now because she's such a gorgeous art collector. And her house has a feeling. You have art on It gives doors. a pulse yeah, on, on cabinet doors yeah. and like yeah. anchor it really well. And my husband's fastidious about it's hanging mm-hmm. it too. Is, so it feels like really well done. Uh-huh. The framing's well done. The scale is well done. Mm-hmm. Oh, say, it's on, there's the door right before your hallway. Is that, is that mm-hmm. a door that that? Yeah, yeah. It's like our little cabinet pantry. Yeah. I thought that and, was awesome. Yeah. 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 Totally. Suzanne would buy art before getting dental work done. She, and I have. Yes. She yeah. actually needs some dental work done. But, but I think your heart, yeah. your house has a soul, and yeah. I think um, it is an investment. But then, like you said, hopefully these things will go up in value. Yeah, it's emergency currency. It's emergency currency. As more Quick children, yes. grab the one on that door. Some people buy handbags. <laughs> Suzanne buys art. I buy art. Yeah, but it does give it a beat. So I'd say every room needs art. I also feel like homes feel finished when there's drapery. Yeah. One of our um, senior designers always says it's like the mascara for any room. It just like makes it feel finished. Yeah. So I love that. I'd say those two things. Yeah. It just softens everything. Yeah. And it's, it's the layer that people are the, it's at the very end. And so it's hard sometimes to invest in those things when you've just paid to buy green model a home or build a home and you need to find places to like sit your bum but it's the stuff that makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Like even like when we first moved to our house, like we didn't have like all the right furniture, but I had art on my walls and therefore it felt like us and it felt like home. Yeah. So I'm so nervous. We're doing a really beautiful, big custom home build in, in a lovely city here in the U S and the, the homeowners keep not purchasing art and we've shown them a million things and they just like, no, you know, we'll just pick stuff up in our travels. And I'm like, we're going to install this house and it's going to look like nobody's home yeah. for a long time. It's going to be a lot of traveling. Well, also like when you buy art for a large home with large walls, you got to get big stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going to pick up some big old huge piece of art and bring it home with you on your travels. Yeah. Certainly you can ship it across the seas and whatnot, but I do think it will, it will give you some pretty big challenges. I mean, you could obviously bring it rolled up, you know, um, so I'm most nervous about that install to not mm. have anything to hang on the walls. Yep. Yeah. One thing too, when you, if you don't do it, not to say that you have to have everything, every last wall filled, but when you don't do it, you stop seeing it as an issue. Mm-hmm. And so you think that it's okay, you know? And so, and then when you put something up, you're like, it's just not right. It's just not right. But it's because your eyes gotten used to that when you could have gotten something large, even as a placeholder. Yes. Until you found the right thing to like really evoke emotion. I'd rather have that. 
Yep. Yep. Um, for me, my goal, still not there, but I think a lamp. Cause I love, I don't yes. like overhead lighting at night. I've said that multiple times, but I just mm. think just a nice lamp yeah. gives Agreed. you a warm, you know, something 2,700 Kelvin bulb in it, mm-hmm. turn it on at night. Yeah. Feel good. I'll also say a scent, a candle oh, or something yeah. like I love burning a candle and I'm like, the room feels like I cared or I like, I gave myself a little bit more luxury that day. Mm-hmm. If I can at least burn a candle at the end of a really hectic, crazy day. I'm like, okay, all is well. And you blow out the candle and you go to bed. It's like lighting a little tiny fireplace. It really is. You know what yeah. I mean? It really it's just is. so calming. There's a sound to it. I think anything you can do to engage all your senses Amen. is luxury, yeah. right? Like yeah. if you really think about like smell, like we just did and taste and, yeah. you know, if you really work through all of them, yeah. it's, it's special. And like lamp light, like you're saying is so comfortable on our eyes, especially if you get the right light bulb. Mm-hmm. And also we look more beautiful yeah. people in your family, the way that you see the room, it's just more beautiful. So yeah. it's an experience. It's like having a sunset in your room. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Look sunset. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, and they're, and they're so dreamy when like your shades are up and it's sunsetting. Oh, you're like, what is happening in here? I we know. should film a music video. <laughs> totally. Yeah. That's yeah. what lamp light is. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> drop. That's best it. tip to warm up white walls. Paint them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, Artwork? No, but I do feel like, like the right white, you know what I mean? Like choosing more organic whites. I think we're done with that day where people are painting their walls. Just like white, white. It looks like white. primer. Mm-hmm. It, it looks, looks like, like primer. a white piece of paper. Yeah. That's not yeah. cool anymore. I think you want something that looks more organic um, more artisan and has a little bit of warmth to it. Yep. It doesn't have to be beige. It doesn't have to be taupe, but there is a white that is like it's a got lot some experience special. in it, you know, and then it's already <laughs> warmed up. But yeah, I mean, artwork for certain draperies, yeah. like we said, yeah. um, large scale, everything that's definitely going to warm up a right, a white room and make your white feel intentional and not like you forgot to paint it mm-hmm. or yeah. like you couldn't decide what color to paint it when it was being built. And so you were just like, just paint everything white. We'll mm-hmm. decide later. It's super white. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I think, yeah, warming it up with like beautiful shears, you know, as drapery, mm-hmm. I think add a dimension to a white wall, which is so yeah. pretty. And it looks like we really cared about it. Mm-hmm. And art light over the top of a big piece of art. Mm-hmm. Nice big large. Then it looks it looks very intentional too because it makes it feel like a gallery, Mm -hmm. you know. And then you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, they're an enthusiast of this or this or this because they're highlighting it by having it on such a you know quiet backdrop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like Sue always says, it's like the Guggenheim effect. You know, if it's going to be white, then fill it with art and make it feel like a beautiful museum. Mm -hmm. Or I guess. You know, Kim Kardashian's home, what, yeah. like the spaceship, you know, I think they did it all to feel more peace yeah, and have more calm in their Less lives, more tranquil. Is it all white or what? Pretty yeah. much. Uh, the sucker's it's like white. all plastered okay. white. All the furnishings are white. The chairs are blonde, but yeah, it's a really, really still type of a space. Mm. Yeah. Which I get, you know, like you for their lives. Yeah. And again, I, I, I'll say it again, I have short ceilings and we have white floors mm-hmm. and white walls and a white ceiling and it's all like steam mm-hmm. from Benjamin Moore, which is a white, it was just a warmer white mm-hmm. that gets along with the era of the house. Um, but it is like with all the chaos of smaller spaces and small children and just busyness, it is, it makes me feel good at the end of the day to not feel that contrast mm-hmm. where I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just barely said this, but I, I'm a 
true believer and proponent in it, but having the right Kelvin or temperature of, of light bulb, I think makes mm. your room feel warmer as well. Yeah. What's so, your favorite Kelvin, Corey? Uh, I guess it depends on for what room, but mm-hmm. um, I would say just 3000. If you're going to do just one Kelvin throughout your whole house, I think 3000. Yeah. I'm going to say 2,700. Okay. 3000 in the kitchen for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're, I think in our new, yeah. In our new building, we're doing 35, but 3,500. 3,500. Yeah. Cause so it's a commercial work. space. So yeah. like, you don't want people tripping. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Being able to see things. Yeah. It's nice. It's really warm for a commercial space, but yeah. My house, they didn't put any cans. Like I don't have any overhead. Like it's just smooth walls, smooth ceiling with just like, I have lamps mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. And yeah, I thought I'd put them in by now, but I'm like, I guess you stopped seeing it, but I actually really love not seeing interruptions on the yeah. ceiling. Totally. Okay. Next. Design tips on working with brown leather sofas. A really amazing rug. <laughs> oh, I was also going to say like a huge sheepskin, just like throw it over oh, the back of that That's a great thing, idea. Like Erin Lauder did in her Aspen ski home. That, oh, she doesn't have a brown leather sofa, but I think it's really pretty, especially in the winter time or cold months to layer on some of those white high texture, yeah. you know, skins yeah. and then put on some big, beautiful lighter pillows. Mm-hmm. That really just like break up some of the brown mass of that. Yeah. Yep. yep. Big, huge light side tables with large lamps. Great rug, like Sue said. Mm-hmm. Not using a brown coffee table. Or the matching brown chairs. Yes. Next to it. Yeah. Put part those of that brown chairs like in a bedroom or downstairs or, or something. Or break up the set. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay. Uh, tips for decorating a two shelf coffee table. Coffee table books. (laughs) I think on that lower shelf. Boxes. We love big, beautiful boxes. Something that looks functional. Like you're actually using it. If you're putting it there, don't just put it there as a decorative piece, especially on that lower shelf. Mm -hmm. Put it there like it's for serving a function. That box holds remotes or holds controllers or it holds, you know, decks of cards or something or whatever it is (laughs) that you guys are using in that space. And then I think having just like a really beautiful myriad of just like spines, if it's top of solid, being able to see st- spines stacked, I think looks really, really smart. Yeah. And then on the top, it allows you to, depending on the surface material, um, allows you to just like kind of play with, if it's transparent, like a glass or something, you see what's happening underneath and then you can kind of play with what's on top. But yeah. But yeah. That's really fun. I like it. Like mm. I don't like glass tops for almost anything, but <laughs> I really like the coffee tables that do have glass do like, tops with a shelf underneath. Uh-huh. Like the two, two story styling is like actually super fun. It makes me feel really like cool. I'm working with a jewelry counter, mm-hmm. you know, or a jewelry kind of box. this Tetris little thing. Like this is going to yeah. overlap this or like, it's a really beautiful, it's quite romantic for you stylist. Gallery. But I was going to say like the practical side in me, for those of you with kids or whatever, I hear so much more than anything. We don't have enough storage for all the things that they need in their life. And if they have kids and maybe their kids have Legos or, you know, like certain types of little tiny mm-hmm. matchbox cars, whatever, you can find beautiful ways to contain those and put those on the second shelf. If you have a solid top and then the kids at the end of the day can grab their box or basket or whatever it is, throw it all in, slide it under the second shelf. Mm-hmm. And then mom gets the top shelf or the top of the coffee table. Those are your toys. Those are for mommy's toys. Yes. yes to make a beautiful statement. Or dad's. Or dad's. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yes. Dad loves you having bet. a beautifully styled coffee table. So yes. 
Okay, um, a couple more. Recommendations for something round above a fireplace, but not a mirror. I have a really great polished disc, you know, yeah. concave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That looks like, um, you know, the, the designer that did the bean, the Chicago bean, mm -hmm. really highly polished stainless steel. We have something similar like that that's like a disc and it's just highly polished, almost looks like a mirror, but it's concave. And so it really comes out at you in the space, and and it, it's more opaque, right? It's not as like it's not as reflective, or not it's as like pretty reflective, but not as reflective as a mirror. Yeah. So like if I stand under, I look kind of distorted, but I can tell it's me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've okay. also seen like some designers do them where they're tinted and they're like mm -hmm. cobalt blue or something they're like rough. that. Um, I've seen wall hangings that are like woven in the shape of a circle mm -hmm. that are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite the other day I went over there and he had like a round for an artist, like he was commissioning this beautiful piece and like it was an irregular one. Well, I don't know if it was a perfect round, but anyway, it wasn't a square for the frame and it was beautiful. And so if you're trying to not do some, something square, but want a subject frame, a great piece of original art. Yeah. And get a good framer. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Non-directional is always beautiful. Love that. Above a fireplace. And I have to say, I think a mirror is a really great solution. Me so. too. And you can always layer art and things in front of it, which is really great about yes, the mirror. Yes, always layer something in front. So if you are nervous that people are going to start acting weird in front of the mirror, then yeah, layer art. Yep. I grew up in a family with four younger brothers and we had a big mirror over a love seat in my mom's kitchen. And if I was sitting on the love seat, my brothers were never making eye contact with me. They were always looking in that mirror, <laughs> talking to me, but really staring at themselves. Yeah. So people That's do awesome. act different Weird. in front yeah. of a mirror. So I understand like the human behavior side of that, but the layering thing makes you look like a great collector. Yeah. And we have a really beautiful Lucite easel yep. that mm. you can sit on top of your mantle so and then put any piece of art in and it kind of looks floaty and architectural and thick and beautiful. Is that on the Dear Alice um, collection? Oh, website? we should. Yes. Yeah. Yes, definitely. We do have a Dear Alice collection that we just started on our website for all the things that we talk about here. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are like, I want to see that thing, go to the website, alicelanehome.com and then go to the Dear Alice. There's a, a fun tab. collection. Yes. Yep. Of all the things that we just love and mention. And so. for our listeners here, there's a code Dear Alice 10 to get you 10% off. Cheerio. So, yeah. I love that. Nice. D-E-A-R- D E A R A L I C E one zero. Yes. That's the code. There nice. you go. You're welcome. Get on that. Thanks, Corey. Yep. Next question. What do you put on a nine foot dining table when it's not set for a meal? Mm. Pair of lamps. Dining table? Oh, sorry. I thought <laughs> I was I'm like, say, that's oh, fun. Okay, wow. <laughs> 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 the cord the kind. Oh, Get those. <laughs> Do you remember when we were talking about that? We this was the first twenty-one questions we did, and it was we were talking about the fan being above the dinner table and just <laughs> turning it on and just dust going everywhere all over the food. Like making it uh, gross. Oh uh, man, that was funny. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm picturing the sideboard in my head. Uh, Sue, you take this one. <laughs> we would usually, I mean, it's usually adjacent. I don't know if it's a private dining room or if it's adjacent to the kitchen. One of those spots is going to have like a big, like, ta-da, like a floral or branches or something. And so I think that that's nice to have if you're not dining and you're not worried about seeing the person 
like across from you, I think it's nice to have some type of greenery. Yeah. Grand on that table. It's like reaching up toward the chandelier. Exactly. Yeah. And just like, I think it just, it shows the season. It shows scale. It shows something organic on this like large rectangle Mm -hmm. with all these like straight little legs stacked in a, you know, a soldier's row. So yeah, I would do something organic probably. And then maybe have a bowl next to it or something that feels artisan, Mm -hmm. fill it up with seasonal fruit, um, candlesticks if you want, just throw a couple of those in. But keep it effortless and keep it livable so that it doesn't feel fussy. Mm. I love that. So good. We've been studying right now for a contemporary home. Like, what are we going to put on the dining table? So we've looked through a ton of concepts to present to to this particular client. And I keep coming across two bowls. Yeah. Like really beautiful, large scale bowls. And then depending on what you're entertaining for, you can fill them with moss in the summertime or put water in them, float flower heads in them for the baby shower or yeah. Whatever it is, but yeah, you can do like low level arrangements. But the thing about centerpieces is you always take them off if they're too tall because you want to see the people. Mm-hmm. So keeping it translucent, like crystal candlesticks or small scale candlesticks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, party! What's the lady? The parties and gardens. Parties and gardens. Yes. Yes, we did. We had her on the podcast a while ago. She does have um, battery operated, really small scale lamps with, um, silk pleated shades. They're battery operated or there's tea lights in them. I don't know. Anyway, either way, candles are magical. They're so So darling. Yes. So, so, so cute. Tiny lamps that are like below your chin level when you're sitting there talking. Um, just, it gives you a pretty glow on your face just like candles do. I would say our large marble bowl that we just brought in is such a great scale. Like if you have a round table or a rectangle table, I think it's a nice anchored piece. So don't find lots of little things. If you have a, you're like, oh, I have a bowl, I'll throw it out there. It's probably going to feel too small. Or they're like, I think I'll decorate with my collection of salt and pepper shakers. Yeah. That's not the time or place. Like do something effortless. You're cool. Mm -hmm. Be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a large marble bowl. We'll put that on our Dear cool. Alice collection too. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We have a bunch of marble stuff that's going to launch. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Bases. Yes. It will be launched when bowl. this comes Sorry, out. There's also I a leaked. collection of marble bowls. <laughs> There's like a large, medium, and small. I have all three on my kitchen table right now mm-hmm. and they look beautiful. Just even empty. Like nest, but, nested, right? No, it's so sculptural. Separated. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Like you could put, I saw on a beautiful, we had Thomas Pheasant on the podcast too. I saw one of his like book covers or interior mm-hmm. of the book and he has a long dining table and he has two big white bowls and they're filled with green apples. Mm-hmm. And I it's just saying they're both the exact same, exact same size. Mm-hmm. The apples are the same and they're just like full and like, you know, coming out of the top and it just looks so luxurious to just see fruit. It's beautiful to decorate with fruit. We had a big dinner at our house in October and at one of the stylists came and um, we hired, we just invited like tastemakers and whatnot. So when these stylists didn't work for us and so they had a different ideology about styling and she had just like beautiful fall fruits, like peaches and pears and apples and things like that. Mm -hmm. And she even had them like cut in half and going down the table with, you know, live flowers and vases. And it was just like mother nature at its finest. And these fruits started to oxidize before your eyes, which was also very sexy yeah. and candles and everything else. So it was dreamy, really pretty. So don't forget to use fruit. I think mm-hmm. edible things look really great on a dining table. Yeah, and it invites you, yeah. I don't know, to either sit there or actually like grab an apple. Like a marble bowl full of purple pears. Stop it. So pretty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, about our marble collection, the Oslo marble dish that we have is the most amazing thing. That's the black marble. Yes. Really shallow. Oh. Yep. 
It's like I don't know if that's for a, d- a dining table, no, but I it's amazing. Go that full of purple pears would be so Sick. sophisticated. Yeah. Add some candle lights and just try not to get pregnant. It's yes. so pretty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, check that out on our website. It's amazing. That's one of my favorite things that we have developed here. So, um, okay. Sorry. Moving on. Last question. We'll save the rest for later because we are. Yeah, this has been Thanks a lot. Thanks for all the questions, guys. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, how to style a very large long basement wall with a TV hung, but no fireplace. We'll get a credenza for underneath the TV to give like some furniture mess mm-hmm. architecture to the wall. Um, I would start there. And shelving probably on both sides. Yeah, shelving on both sides either. If you can do a built in, I think that's a great way to occupy it. If not, at least like some furniture pieces that like get along with the console. And add height. And add height and that way you can kind of fill it, you know, if it has doors or fill it with things that pertain to that space of how you're using it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also, I think behind your TV right now, mm-hmm. you have one, you have a console underneath your TV and the TV just sits on its stand. And I, I did it say it was wall mounted? The TV is hung. Yeah. Okay. Must be. Okay. But you, here's the thing though. You don't have to hang your TV. You don't. I have my TV sitting on top of my credenza on its mm-hmm. boomerang base so it's forward from the it's wall really and then pretty. I have huge art behind that. And then the, I, you guys hear me say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again. Your natural gaze is down. When you're sitting, you're not ever looking up. You never strain your neck. Nope. So people hang their TVs too high. They put them above fireplaces for it's weird crapping in the sink. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, our natural gaze is down. So when you're sitting, you actually want to look lower. Yep. So having it on a credenza... And then just having it sit there is good height. Even lower would be better, but not higher. No. So people always hang them too high. Yeah. So and keep you, that in mind. Like, cause you're sitting and, and seat height is 18 inches off the ground. So yeah. your eyeballs are probably somewhere in the thirties, maybe 40 inches at the most. Yeah. So your TV shouldn't be higher than that. 80 inches in the air. Yeah. No. And then if you do have like a large series of art happening behind that, it just looks as, as though the art was always been there. And you just added the TV in front of it for modern convenience. Exactly. But at least it feels anchored in something aesthetically really, really dope, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. Well, that is it for today. That's all we have time for, but please send in your questions to dear Alice at alicelanehome.com. We're going to do these episodes once a quarter. They're fun. Uh, Yeah. We have good times doing it. So thank you for sending in your questions. That's it. And a word from our sponsor. Um, Did we already say that Cozy Earth has been featured on Oprah's most favorite thing list for four years in a row? It's an achievement. Yeah. Mic drop. I don't know. Wrong, y'all. No, she never is. She never ever is. So this is something that both Jess and I love. We love Cozy Earth. It's so soft. And thing I love about it is they're so convinced you will love their products. You have up to a hundred days to wear it, wash it. Cause you'll notice that it doesn't peel or like look crappy afterward. Try it out. If you're not completely in love, just send it back for a full refund. And for a limited time, I know I like that confidence. I can trust that confidence I can, and I trust cozy earth. Also those thousand five-star reviews, thousands, plural. Yeah. So that's not wrong either. Plus Oprah. Yeah. Anyway, so for, <laughs> for a limited a time, in itself. I know that's, <laughs> that's all gar- I needed. That's a guarantee sandwich right there. <laughs> <laughs> for a limited time. See you guys, this is a crazy good deal. I'm actually going to go and use our own code. Yeah. Save 35% on cozy earth loungewear. Get the pants and the sweatshirt guys and go ahead and get the jammies and the socks too. 
And the sheets. And the sheets. Just like surround yourself in luxury because you deserve it and you had a hard day. Today was hard. And you just listened to a full podcast. You sure did. Thanks for being with us. So go to CozyEarth.com slash Dear Alice and enter our special promo code Dear Alice at checkout to save 35%. Now that's CozyEarth.com slash Dear Alice. And be sure to enter Dear Alice at checkout for 35% off. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 